Black Girl and Ohm creates space for women of color to breathe easy. Through our podcast and our entire lifestyle brand, we promote holistic wellness and inner beauty for women of color, and we encourage self-care, self-love, and self-empowerment for communities of color. Thanks, everyone, for listening so much. This is Lauren Ash. Hey, y'all. Zakia Najiba. So stoked to be in the studio today. Yeah, it's a good day. And it feels like spring outside. Yeah, why is that? It's like 70 <laughs> degrees outside right now. I feel like we actually, <laughs> like real talk, we should at some point um, in the future have someone who's really plugged into what's going on with the environment right now. Because, I mean. Listen, I need some explanations. I need somebody to tell me something. For real. For real. I mean, it's nice, but I'm also concerned. Like, actually concerned. Yeah. So. We can write that down, put it out. <laughs> if anyone has any connections, tweet us. You know the deal. Um, so let's like talk about what we went through le- yesterday. Yesterday <laughs> was full of beautiful black women coming together, putting in work, sharing ideas, exchanging visions. It was great. It was great. It was great. So... All y'all listening. There was fig butter and mimosas <laughs> yes, involved. Croissants. <laughs> we, uh, on the Black Girl Owned team, we have a quarterly meeting, um, which is basically an excuse for us all to vibe together, to get on the same page, to reflect, and to look ahead. And it's always really special. It's always a great kind of feel-good um, moment. But I think in particular, yesterday was really, really on like cloud nine for me. Um, I think it's because we met in person, and those mm-hmm. who aren't in Chicago, um, Skyped in, and it was just really, really nice. Um, everyone's so, like, full, I feel like. Like, everyone on the team outside of Black Girl And we don't usually get to experience each other, mm-hmm. like, outside of, like, the work that we do. Like, as a collective. Right. right. So that was, like, really nice. Yeah. So to me, it also brought me back to our podcast episode on sisterhood, honestly, You know, on the value and the depth of just finding a community, whether it's your career sisters, you know, those Mm -hmm. who support you in your career trajectory or those who hold you down with your self-care journey. The list goes on. Like I felt a sisterhood yesterday. It was really special. So shout out to all our ladies on the team, (laughs) Morgan Hickman, Deanna Ivory, um, Tenny and oh, my goodness. Who did I did I mention Morgan? I mentioned Morgan. Dro and Dro. Yes, our, new intern. our newest intern. That's why <laughs> we have a new social media intern, y'all. She's dope. She's in New York. She's fantastic. So, yeah, our team is small but mighty, and everyone just is doing big things. So, yes, yes, love it. So, uh, per usual, I guess we can get started with some of our favorite things of late. And uh, then we'll announce our guests and pick her brain for her favorite things, too. So if you're just starting to listen, we just always start off the show by exploring some of our favorite things, a la Oprah. But it's really because I always talk about things that are my favorite things, like, every day. So I have, like, a list of 100, and it just keeps growing by the day. (laughs) What's one of your favorite things, Z? At the moment, one of my favorite things is... Actually, that fig butter we had yesterday is becoming one of my favorite things. Shout out to Trader Joe's. They are not sponsoring this episode, though. I have two jars that I still need to finish. Yes. So, Well, thank you for yeah. leaving that one jar at my house because I'm about to go ham on that later on. Girl, it will change your <laughs> life. 
I'm is sure. life changing. I'm sure. So like that's like one of my favorite things right now. I love it. One of my favorite things. Um right now. Ooh, so I'm really feeling this natural deodorant that I just got from Well Summit. Um, there was this really awesome woman there that I met and I learned that she makes like organic, you know, deodorant that doesn't have harmful toxic chemicals in it. It sounds kind of weird. This is my favorite thing, but it is It's called Piper Y. She was actually on Shark Tank, which I don't watch, which everyone's shocked that I don't watch, but she's just like, who watches TV? I don't know anybody who watches TV though. Oh, like actual TV, like not Netflix. Yeah. Me either. Me either. But uh, yeah, Piper Y, it's really dope. Like, I'd love to actually do a feature on the woman who started it because she's a woman of color. It actually has activated charcoal in it. The only kind of strange thing is that you have to like apply it with your finger, but you know, it's just a different paradigm shift. So, how do you like it so far? Like, you got any reviews on it? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't <laughs> smell and it does, uh, it does feel great. So, <laughs> that's my uh, expert. Because I think review. that's my struggle in the past, like wearing natural deodorants. Like, <sighs> When Should I, I put this one brand on blast right now or not? Nah? Is this the one I'm thinking of? Yes. <laughs> should we or should we? Okay, let's not because we might want to. There is a brand out there that has a natural deodorant that smells really awful. Like really awful. I think everyone listening might know. Um, I think that they have potential and they just need to go back to the test room and like figure Make it out. Make some adjustments. But um, I just really, I want to like it, but I don't. Right. Anyway, let's introduce our (laughs) special guest today. We're like so excited, like way too excited. Like we might actually have this podcast episode be like three hours excited. Um, (laughs) Tracy G. Hey, girl. Hi, hi, hi. Hey, Tracy. Yes, I heard my cue. Did I do it on time? (laughs) You did. My score. (laughs) (laughs) Ten out of ten. I felt like this neighbor, like, you know, in like Family Matters or like Clarissa Explains It All, you know, all the freaking old school sitcoms always just have someone who's <laughs> yeah. trying to bust through the door. That was, was you. Like, okay. Yes. What's my cue? What's my cue? I hope they don't change their mind about inviting me. We like <laughs> whatever, bitches. I'm here anyway. We like awkwardly talk for like 45 minutes and then introduce you. <laughs> right. Exactly. But no, we're you know. so happy to have you, Tracy. Thank you so much for coming on today. The most mutual of feelings, ladies. I'm just as excited as you guys. So, yeah, I've been a fan of the podcast since inception. And um, Z, I know we're going to get to know each other, but I'd like that other, this uh, female counterpart of yours, to the (laughs) left or to the right, however you guys are sitting right now. Um, Yeah, I rocked with her from jump when I saw her at Blavity's. Yes. Yeah, shout out to Blavity. Yes. Mm-hmm. I remember when you stood up and like spoke and I was like, I need to meet this woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And kudos to you for like recognizing that we were on the same frequency just from that like 20 second passing of a moment. Uh, because, yeah, then we got on the phone yep. and I was like, Lauren, I love Chicago. I had just come from Chicago at that point. And I was completely still drenched in all of the um, awesome energy, especially creative energy from there. Yes. Yeah. And then we just kept it moving up our relationship. So it's awesome to be in conversation with you, too. 
Absolutely. And I think just to echo like the feel good feels that you're sending my way, like as soon as I heard your first audio affirmation, I forwarded it on to probably 10 or 15 people. I was like texting it to people. I was like, y'all need to get your lives together and listen to these like positive. I remember when you sent me one (laughs) and I was like in the shower listening to it like, yes. (laughs) Thank you for letting me get in the shower with you so quickly in our relationship, see? (laughs) I cannot handle this. I cannot. Listen, listen. If it's me. that fast, then there's there's a good reason behind it. True. So it was True. very worth it. It, True. it was worth it. And I had my lavender oil in the shower. Like it was great. See, you uh, all had a moment, and you didn't even realize, Tracy. <laughs> I know this is a complete out of body, but also all about the body experience. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, yo. I'm honored. I'm honored. Well, let's like start from square one for anyone listening who's like, wait, I feel like I've been missing something. Why am I hiding under a rock? Like, fill everyone in on who you are, what you do, particularly as it pertains to all the awesome wellness, kind of mindful lifestyle, badass woman stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cool. I'm going to try my best because just to give you a heads up, sometimes I'm a little allergic to linear thought. But I'm going to I'm going to anchor myself here. okay? All right. Well, on one side of things, um, I'm a part of Sirius XM's Sway in the Morning, Uh, their on air squad, which is hella dope because it helps me to find even if it's buried under a lot of bullshit, I'm able to find the good in every single guest that comes um, and then magnify it. Like that is the entire mission of Sway in the Morning. So I'm happy that I'm working with people who want to um, push and celebrate and um, promote positivity within all realms of black life and entertainment as a whole. Then outside of that, um, I'm the founder of She's Beauty and the Beast, which is an audio resource for dope millennial women who want a hand in upgrading their inner monologues so I'm pretty much all affirmations, everything. And I'm sure a lot, like 99.9% of your listeners know what affirmations are. But if you are in that special um, 0.1%, affirmations are just words you say to yourself about yourself. And that doesn't necessarily mean that affirmations are positive. A lot of times we don't realize that we're replaying these words that um, are more hurtful than useful. And it's interesting because everyone will remember if Drake drops a new record today, within like 17 minutes, people have it completely memorized. (laughs) And for better or for worse, we don't realize how those words can serve as a compass for our following actions, you know? Like even when Beyonce, for real, because remember when Beyonce put out um, her last album with drunken love yeah it was just called beyonce and everybody was like yo i need a husband where my hubby at where's my jay-z at remember like monogamy was on trend (laughs) monogamy was on trend and it was because of the power of um music and that's because just the energy that it is that it that that forms within us when we hear whatever tunes and then it's also just the power of repetition which is the mother of all learning so in a lot of times when it comes to music that can serve as um some needed escapism 
You know what I'm saying? In no way am I shitting on any of my powerful secular jams. <laughs> but just for some balance, because I'm someone who I feel like we have to be careful when we overindulge, because then, you know, we're not really um, sitting even on that seesaw. I'm like, okay, instead of being a partner in crime, because we have so many of those options to us, what does a partner in progress sound like? You know, yes. what does a partner in productivity that. sound like? Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's where my brand comes in. If she's Beauty and the Beast. Amazing. I love it. <laughs> what about if you guys didn't love it? Then what would you say? <sighs> then we would just stop it right here and no one would be listening <laughs> right. any further. <laughs> yeah, I would even be on the phone with you guys. So actually, yeah. <laughs> JK, JK. We love it. <laughs> Yay, thank you guys. I appreciate it. And Lauren, I love your freaking meditations as well. Thank you. There's going to be lots more coming in 2017. Okay, good. Yes. That makes me happy. Yes. Maybe that's something we can collaborate on too. Would absolutely love to. We need to talk about that. Yay. So um, I one reason why I love you and I'm sure so many other people love you is that you're just like super real, like down to down to earth. Like you don't censor yourself. I mean, your recent one of your recent podcast episode titles, which I love. I'm just going to read it out loud. <laughs> Temptation, Trouble and Tales of Archived Penis. Like right there. Like archived penis got me. You didn't even say like <laughs> like you didn't you didn't like you, you didn't censor anything. <laughs> and it definitely makes me want to listen you know to see what that's about um and i also really appreciate about your podcast that it's very short and sweet which is really accessible for those of us who are in this go 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 lifestyle like sometimes i can't even listen to our own podcast like Mm -hmm. like, or a full podcast right you know like i love our podcast and i love long podcasts but i can't listen to it all at once so i like that yours kind of offer this like bite size real kind of like alternative to some of the other things that I've seen out there. So um, could you talk kind of about like your approach just to sharing your perspective on life and like the wisdom that you carry? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm one of those people that feels like if you have a beating heart, then one of your identities on this earth is a teacher. And it doesn't have to take form in this official way where you're going to a classroom at nine o'clock in the morning every single day is when you share stories of your triumphs, of your falls, of all the in-between periods of your life that just help to um, to shape your viewing on shit. And for me, I podcast saved my goddamn life, so podcast and YouTube videos. And I realized like on two levels, one on a on a business level, I just needed to have a continuous stream of valuable free content to give to my supporters. That's that. And I was like, okay, well, it makes sense for me to do a podcast since I'm utilizing my damn voice like it's an instrument all the time, right? Because I'm on radio and then I already have my audio vision boards and then I have wake up calls and I had like these pseudo podcast things I was doing while I was still like <laughs> inching towards the the edge of whether I'm going to jump into this or not. So it... um. I don't know, there was a natural inclination to just do podcasts. And I told myself I wanted to be as transparent as possible because I remember just a variety of different incidences that happened in my life. And what tends to happen when you're right in the center of the storm of anxiety is you you fall victim to this illusion that what you're going through is 
only pertaining to your world. You know, like you're just on this island yeah. of one. The only one. When it, mm-hmm, when, it, when it comes to your issues. And that's not the case. So I really wanted to utilize my life to prove that it's not the case. Um, obviously, we're not all going through the same specifics in our experiences, but we all share the same emotions through those experiences. So that's why even like for a podcast episode where this is maybe maybe this day, exactly a year from when Diddy came on the show for the first time ever. And I felt like I bombed on this question. And yeah, some people and I put like the audio into the podcast and I was very, very candid about how I was feeling, mm-hmm. how I had some tears that came down my eye. Now, not, you know, in the studio, sons, because I'm still gully as ever. <laughs> but <laughs> let's not get it twisted, okay? But when I was able to um, to leave, I was like, oh, Lord, child, what happened? What happened? Right. And I was like, oh, being human happened, you know? And I felt like that That's was... Real. Yeah. And a year had gone by and a lot of people, they automatically assume if you've got a microphone in front of you, if you've got a camera in front of you, then every day is a high day. Every day is, you know, like a a sunny day in California, you know, and that's and that's not necessarily the case. And also, I feel like emotional, there's so many shades to emotional empowerment. Um, And so I wanted to showcase that with different interviews of women. Like now I have a coming podcast where I speak to a dominatrix and she shares, yes, self-care tips from her perspective. (laughs) And, you know, that's not necessarily my particular go-to profession, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it's interesting because we can find a common thread through all of our differences somehow if we just you know, sprinkle a little bit more patience, a little bit more empathy upon one another than the magic will really show. And speaking of all of that, so I just recently started listening to your podcasts and I think they're absolutely amazing. Um, And so I'm just really intrigued by your overall style and approach to offering applicable meditation tips and um, however you and so what was your introduction into that? How did that develop? Like, what made you say, like, one day, like, I want to offer, you know, the these meditation tips to women or I want to offer empowerment to women? Like, where did that start? Um, it really started with myself. I was just doing a, a workshop yesterday and I was telling the girls, I didn't have this vision of speaking to all of you right now. It didn't really start outside of myself. The seed was first planted on the inside and I was in a very weird space mentally and emotionally and everything was just a cloudy day. And so it was I I didn't have much clarity and I was very just confused about shit. And on one end, I felt like I was loaning my body to the wrong people people, specifically men. And on a other part, I felt like I was just suffering from, um, what's it called when you don't feel like you are, are worthy of imposter what you're receiving? Syndrome. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I had a bit of imposter syndrome from being in radio for the first time. And I was like, you know what? I'm just, I'm going to YouTube and see who has been through what I'm experiencing. Sometimes literally in the search engine, I would just put like how to get out of sadness, 
how to get out of confusion. That's it, you know? And I remember Joel Osteen popped up and he had a sermon and it was all about um, how to speak to yourself correctly. Mm. And I listened to that and he gave like a little homework assignment afterwards, which was like, yo, well, you know, yo is my interpretation of it, <laughs> but it was yo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to need you guys to write 10 powerful uh, statements to yourself. And because the foundation of who I am is rooted in writing, you know, before I got into radio, I was an editor over at Vibe. I wrote for places like Marie Marie Claire, Complex, mm-hmm. bunch of different spots. So when someone tells me, yo, pick up a pen, hit this pad, I take it very seriously. Right. You know, there's really no such thing as just jotting something down for me. So I said, all right, if I'm going to be writing about myself, I'm about to write some shit, you know, right. <laughs> <laughs> because as far as I'm concerned, yo, I'm here at the floor and I need to know what the clouds feel like. So I might as well just build myself up via words. Love that. And um, yeah, so I I wrote these affirmations and I was saying them out loud and I was just, I was feeling and seeing my, um, the, my mental forecast just get clearer, you know? And then I said, let me record this. Again, leaning on that whole notion of repetition being the mother of learning. So that way I can just hit play whenever, because it's interesting when you hear it's crazy how a lot of times we are better at following someone else's words than our own. I don't know what that is. I feel like I have that that problem. We all do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's something to do with like our social conditioning. Um, And so sometimes even like recording my own voice it doesn't really sound like me. I mean, now I listen to like other affirmations because it's just weird listening to myself all the time. It's like the same way how like Usher probably doesn't listen to his music when he's, you know, <laughs> humping a nice lady. <laughs> or maybe he does. Just, or, yeah, or maybe he does. Sometimes it just feels a little narcissistic to me because I like learning from other people. Right. So it's just, I just kind of follow whatever. Let me get back on the road. Remember I told you guys, I'm a linear <laughs> thought. You must help me. <laughs> come back, come back, Tracy. <laughs> okay, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Um, yeah, so I recorded those those affirmations so I could hit play. And I remember one time I was that serious and my spirit was feeling like particularly cloudy for some reason. I couldn't pinpoint it. So during a break from the show, I went in the the hallway of my headphones where they have a lineup of all of these computers and um, I hit play and I thought it was going through my headphones because it was so loud, but it was really blasting on the speakers, ricocheting off the walls for every damn ear to hear. <laughs> and I wow. remember people were just like, walking past me and just giving me some strange looks and I was like what the hell bro I don't look like a four today I look like a pretty fine seven I don't understand what these (laughs) stairs are for and so finally like it stopped uh playing and one of my coworkers, HB she came over and she was like Tracy did you mean for that to be like everyone's soundtrack to their day (laughs) and I was like wait what 
And yo, I very girls, I rarely, rarely feel embarrassed. Yeah. And I felt beyond embarrassed, like two Mm -hmm. towns over, I felt shamed. Right. And it was the strangest thing. But I had already been training myself once I see some type of internal problem to go into um, solution mode and, and to share, you know, again, just find someone on the island right? <laughs> so you're not alone. And so I spoke to um, one of my girls about what had happened. And she was like, well, well do you mind if I listen to them? And I was like, yeah, I fine. <laughs> like 20 people already heard it. What's 21 going to do? <laughs> <laughs> and she heard it and she was just like, Tracy, this resonated with me so deeply. Like, I think you're onto something. I think you need to share this. And because, again, it had been because, you know, I don't consider myself a guru. I don't consider myself a life coach. If anything, I'm a life cheerleader. But I just like to share. Like, if something works for me right. in any capacity, then I feel obligated to share it with my fellow humans. So mm-hmm. in that moment, I was like, OK, well, she's right. She's right. And also once once you feel ostracized or you feel like something you're trying to normalize something, that's the goal, then you got to share it. You have to publicize it in order to normalize it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, let's 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 just do a freaking social experiment and put this out. (laughs) And my first audio vision. Yeah. My first audio vision board was called The Pursuit of Self-Love which was um, put out last April, April in um, 2015. And it got such a, a strong response, which was powerful because, you know, there's always strength in numbers and the journey just becomes lighter when you have companions on it with you. And I said, okay, well, one of the prerequis- prerequisites to being a human is having flaws, right? So I'm always going to have a topic for every audio vision board because I'm never going to be a complete work of perfection. Right. (laughs) So it was just literally thinking about, okay, what area of improvement do I need to highlight um, so I can have a topic? So then after that, you know, I needed to really um, hit the reset button when it came to going to the gym. So that's when I had the pursuit of Squat City and it was all... Um, affirmations for when you just feel like the the gym is your enemy. <laughs> and, and That's me sweat. right now, so I'm going to listen yeah. to that next. <laughs> we are not friends. <laughs> yeah, then like I had another one where I felt like my past was hijacking my present a lot with just old people that were coming back from the grave and so to say, so I had middle finger to my old life. Um, of just really firmly letting go of shit. Um, and then it just snowballed from there. And then I finally, I created like a full polished body of work, which was my affirmation EP, Love Light and That Good Shit. And that's when yes. we found you. I yes. was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Aunt, wait a minute. Shout out to Ray J, wherever you are. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And then. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say. And from there, like now I'm in this transitionary period of going from project to business. 
um, which is very, very interesting because <laughs> there's just there's so many different elements when now you're trying to take something to to business. And mm-hmm. I've gotten over now this whole feeling ashamed to put like a price tag on something because you're because we're in the wellness world. Right. But um it's all about balance and I and I have no problem giving to other people who help me. Right. That's just that's just an exchange that's happening, yes, in the physical world with money, but it's also just an exchange that's happening for the universe to see so that you receive as well. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. If you're if you're willing to give, yeah. I absolutely love, I mean, so much of what you share, but one thing that you said that really stood out to me was approaching doing this, this work and these projects as a social experiment. Because I feel Mm -hmm. like so many of us, and by us, I mean a lot of humans in general, but Mm -hmm. I think I particularly mean women of color um, who have a dream, you know, we don't really necessarily feel supported or empowered enough to actually chase after it. So I Mm -hmm. think that like approaching it as an experiment is a really empowering way to look at it because it's like, all right. You know, I'm going to shrug a little bit because, like, it doesn't matter if it is, quote unquote, successful or not. It is an experiment for myself. And I think that, like, that, like, probably along the way you just realize how much of a snowball effect it was. Like, that Mm -hmm. it was touching other people, that it was fulfilling you. Um, And now one thing led to the next and you're also able to really build even more of of a career around all of this, too. So I just think that was really powerful. Um, And I hope that like some people listening who might be a little hesitant to actually like take that leap of faith and Mm -hmm. like explore something that they have like in their mind and in their hearts um, can feel like, okay, let me let me approach it this way. You know, it's a different way of of going after it. Absolutely, dude. Um, yeah, nail on the head with that one. And it also just really shows, man, one switch up in your words can completely change the game. You understand? Yeah. So one thing that I think is little is is sometimes detrimental to um us as entrepreneurs and especially as women is when we call our projects babies. Mm. Um, because we just have that all of a sudden, you know that very organic maternal magnetism within us. If we hear the word baby and then we have our baby, we feel like we're never allowed to separate to, to um, detach from a project Yeah. <laughs> to even say it's not to even admit that it's not working right. or to even have a break to ourselves. Because when you have a, a child, especially a baby, right. you're like, I have to be with this 24 seven or I'm being judged every time something goes wrong because it looks like I'm an unfit mother. Right. You know, so I had I had to also train myself to not call my work babies because I can take a break from it. I can even say, all right, this chapter of my life is done on to the next. But you can't have like a child. And then on their fifth birthday, you're like, all right. So this was great. <laughs> right. <laughs> Damn that <laughs> for the like time say you know that I experienced it, but now you're going up for adoption. Right. Right. No, <laughs> I love all those that. Things, yeah, you can do that in business. Like you right. can give your shit away. Right. And that's and what I also down. love about the social experiment approach mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Because all it is like when you're doing an experiment, it's literally to receive any outcome to know what your next move is. Yeah. That is the entire point. 
That's amazing. I love that too because a lot of people honestly um, look at me sometimes and they're like, how do you do it all? And I like, I mean, it is kind of like tiring sometimes, like Black Girl Known, Party Noir, my own personal projects, et cetera, et cetera. But to me, at the end of the day, what I'm doing right now is experimenting still. I'm seeing Mm -hmm. like what gives me joy, you know, how am I giving others joy? Like, mm-hmm. I'm basically experimenting with all these different passions of mine, interests, and curiosities of mine. And I might not be doing all of these things forever, but I'm doing them right now in a way that is rewarding, you know? And if mm-hmm. and then when it's not rewarding anymore, on to the next, I'll explore something else. But I think it's really cool to be able to kind of toy with and experiment with multiple things at once. Yeah, man. That's exactly what it is. And... Like you said, it doesn't have to last forever and we don't have to freak out. You know what I mean? It's the same way. It's crazy how like when I was younger, I thought that my parents are out of their minds for loving rum raisin ice cream. I thought there was no possibility (laughs) that that would ever go down my throat and a smile would form on my face. And somehow, (laughs) somehow I like it now. And maybe five years from now, you know, I won't like it and I'll, I'll retire from that. But my point is, is that our interests a lot of times go in waves, you know, and and there's no and there's no shame. And there's There's different iterations to the things that we're doing. Like even with Black Girl Gnome, you never know how it'll like pop up another time. Yeah. Or Or you can like adjust it in a certain Mm -hmm. way to make it work for you and those around you. So I love this. Yeah. And that's why I also think it's important um, when it comes to our careers to not be so attached to the title of it, but to really zero in on like the intangible skills that can be transferred to your next position in life. Right. Because even like something with journalism, if like when I was younger, I was like, well, I feel like I've lived a hundred lives within this like time span thus far, because I'm always just shedding skin. And then all of a sudden I'm hella passionate about something. But, um, but I remember there was a time where I was just obsessed with this idea of being, a journalist and I had other friends who were as well and you know obviously when you go into the print journalism world it's crazy it's like Jumanji out there because shit is shuddering left and right at any time period even if you think that you're thriving right so I've seen some folks where when they lost their jobs they lost their identity with it all they the only way they looked at themselves was as that job title you know but when you when you when we put a which is and I'm so happy that wellness is um is a priority for folks because when you focus on the inside there is no expiration date <laughs> when it comes to your wellness right. there's no expiration date when it comes to any intangible um skills that you build upon and that can be used in a number of ways throughout a number of years that's beautiful does that make sense it does yeah it does it makes right. complete sense Okay, cool. So, <laughs> yay! I think we can take a little uh, a little breaky break and play one mm-hmm. of our games that we like to play with our guests on our show. Are you down with that? Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which one should we play, Zakia? So, one of our favorite games that we love to play with our guests, and I'm sure this will be mm-hmm. a fun one for you. Um, if you could like twerk to any song right now, what song would it be? <laughs> <laughs> twerk to any song okay that's easy it would be big sean who to me is the hip-hop tony robbins i'm so sorry khaled 
I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> but it's the key truly goes into the hands of Big Sean. It will be his new record, Bounce Back. I don't know if y'all have heard that, but you better get on it now. So I actually am a big Sean fan. I wasn't at first. I was a hater, but I do like him. (laughs) I think that I think that people overlook his talent. I think that they Mm -hmm. don't hear what what some of us who are fans hear. Um, I have not yet listened to his new record, but I'm going to tonight. Okay, I'm gonna add it to my twerk yoga playlist. (laughs) (laughs) Please do, man. Once you're in that downward dog position and you have that playing, it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy. I'm here for it. I cannot (laughs) twerk it with a purpose, yo. Yes, it's a real thing. You gotta manifest. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, there's different ways to to manifest. Can I also say what my favorite things, one of my favorite things. Please tell us. Is? Please tell us. Okay. You've been waiting I've since been... the beginning, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel that you feel thirsty I am? I'm like, guys, please, can I join in? <laughs> Only we get to share, Tracy. On to the next question. <laughs> Just kidding. Please do tell us. Okay, okay. So I've been um, listening to these bedtime stories before I go to sleep, but they're not, you know, it's not like something that is um, for, uh, promoted to like five-year-olds. It's for adults. <laughs> and it's this woman, Dr. Caroline. She is Dr. Uh, Caroline? A doctor. Yes, yo. <laughs> and no, this is not a character that Andre 3000 is playing, all right? <laughs> Dr. Caroline is a real beautiful soul. She's a sleep doctor. She's a coach. Um, and she basically has the most soothing voice. She sounds like Mrs. Claus, like a nice, <laughs> plump, warm woman who's just ready and willing to pour you some nice milk, <laughs> however you would prefer, <laughs> with some honey involved, yes. whatever. And, and in the most soothing freaking voice, um, she reads The Secret Garden. Oh. And it's so good. And The Secret Garden is a phenomenal story. I right? love that even... book. That was like one yes. of my favorite books when I was a kid. What? But I feel like I read the watered down version. This is some next shit. <laughs> Can you please send us a link? <laughs> yes. Yep. It's a podcast. Uh huh. I'll send it. And it's important because I was, I remember I was, um, I was on YouTube and I was looking at Tim Ferriss's um, his evening routine and he and even though I feel like I'm good with my evening routine now, but something he had said uh, was instead of reading nonfiction, like a lot of times he could, you know, all of us are like personal development junkies and maybe we like read some type of self-help genre book yeah. um, before bed, but not realizing that still keeps our wheels in motion, yes. you know? Because then you start thinking, huh, how can I change? Yes. How yes. can I make changes right now in the morning? Blah, 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 blah. You got mad ideas. And he was like, nah, you really got to decompress. We need to bring back um, all the joy in fiction. I love that. Like fiction needs to have a moment again because then it's like you completely forget about your own life. I love you know? that. Mm-hmm. And That's I was like, key. that is so true. Right. So That's I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. And I was like, let me see if there's a, um, let me just have someone read to me. <laughs> so I guess Get I don't need this Deepak Chopra book. Like that's like sitting in front of me right now. <laughs> no, we can't. We can't reject Deepak. Okay, we can't have the universe hear that. It might get confused. And I'm say, like, do I need this right Z? now? Or should I save this for another time? 
<laughs> no, we're read it in the morning. Take, read it yes. in the morning. Yeah, yes. we're just gonna make Deepak like a side chick of sorts, and we gonna holler at him sometimes. And then <laughs> on other times, we're gonna, you know, give Dr. Caroline a play. I'm gonna try that. So every night, I live right by the train, which is not. I don't advise that to anyone like me who can't sleep with any sort of noise. So Mm -hmm. um, I've actually been listening to celestial white noise every night to go to bed. And it literally on YouTube has 21,000 likes. I think that I'm like 20,000 of those because I have like, this is like my, like if I don't play this when I go to bed, I cannot sleep Mm -hmm. or I wake up in the middle of the night. Also, there's a cat that lives right above my bedroom that meows at three in the morning. So like if I, I don't play this i wake up i wake up wow so that the or the cat is that loud yes. you can hear the cat it's meowing. it's a it's a kitten so you know when the kittens like they meow constantly oh, yeah and they're pretty loud so it's that and the train so i need this white noise <laughs> i think caroline might help me get sleepy but i still need my white noise to help me go all the no, way no yeah no i hear you too i listen sometimes too i'll listen to like a lot of like chakra balancing type um tones and binaural beats all of that am i saying that word probably? i never <laughs> had to good. say it out loud you know like words that you're you're only used to reading <laughs> yes but you've never had to Sounded right to vocalize me. them okay <laughs> wonderful <laughs> well to wind down uh we always love to leave our listeners with some practical tips you know practical mm-hmm. advice i mean um one thing that stood out to me from today's conversation and just from your overall like aura and presence is um, vulnerability. So, I mean, it, mm. it's very, it's a very vulnerable act to be sharing some of the stories that you do, some of the experiences that you've had on air with everyone, really everyone who wants to listen. Um, so, you know, I feel like more of us can learn to practice vulnerability. I don't think it's ever something to be attained and to be perfect at, but it's a practice. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if you would be willing to offer just some, some tips for how to practice vulnerability in our everyday. Yeah. Well, one I would say um, is the first thing is you have to be honest with yourself and you have to be capable of receiving your own vulnerability and journaling can help with a lot of that because there will be times where I feel like I'm in the most high sensitive charged moments and I release it because of our brain That is a never ending terrain of imagination. And a lot of times if we leave a thought stuck in our brains, all these other elements will be attached. All these other storyboards will start popping up and something that was fact has now stretched into some form of fiction because we never released it. And that's just how our mind works. But once you put it into paper and you just leave it there and then maybe like three weeks later you return to it when you're completely detached from that experience you already realize your growth spurt from there right and then you start to realize that this had no um that you're no longer handcuffed to that moment and you're able to extract the lessons from it more easily so i think if we are just okay with falling within ourselves that's the first place being okay within who you are um secondly like secondly i would say it's really important to um you don't have to share everything in that moment i think it's important to share when your wellness is not contingent upon someone else's opinion Mm -hmm. so if you're only sharing in hopes that they're going to give you a vocal hug or they're going to be on your side they're going to co-sign whatever you're saying 
then you might be setting yourself up um, for more hurt. Right. Which is why I was starting off by saying we have to get used to both sides of ourselves because we are human, which means you come with a set of horns and with a halo. <laughs> true. <you know>? true. <laughs> that's just that's just really what it is. Um, also, I think it's important to recognize the moments where folks are vulnerable with us and how we're able to um, give them a safe zone. Because I yes. think if we are capable of being good, then that's a reminder that other people are capable of being good. But the more that you don't show up for yourself, the easier it is to have no hope for all with anyone else, for real. Because if you can't trust yourself, but you still have an inkling that you're a good person, mm-hmm then you're not going to trust other people because you're going to think that other good people have um, the high potential to just drop you. Mm. And that's only because you don't trust yourself. But if you're doing right by yourself, like you're dating yourself and you show up for your dates at the gym, you show up for, for, you know, your grocery shopping moments at Trader Joe's. You just show up for yourself whenever because that's how you gain trust. That's what you do when you're dating. You don't instantly, like a lot of times women will be like, okay, how does this self-love thing work, blah, blah, blah. And when you put it like that, like you're going to love yourself within 24 hours, You're not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Practice. That's yeah. That's that's heavy. That's daunting. You don't go on a date and you sit down and you ask, "Hey, are you in love with me yet?" Right. Yeah. That's weird. There's so many steps that come before love, like fun. You know, <laughs> trust, <laughs> sharing, like some seduction. But we forget that we can do that. Yeah. In a one-on-one relationship. Yes. And the and the more that we do that with ourselves, then preparation breeds confidence. And once you have that uh, an extra boost of confidence, and not to say that you're going to feel completely comfortable when you're sharing something with someone, but you have someone to fall back on, and that someone is yourself. In case you do, they do that person does let you down while they're holding you know, this most prized um, set of words that you're about to gift them. That's beautiful. But it's, I just got my life. Like the quick. past, <laughs> if, if, if no one, if, if for some reason, you know, the, the audio messes up and it skips to the last five minutes, like people are going to get their entire lives. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. It's just so the perspective that you gave. Thank you so much point. for sharing that. Yes. Thank you. Uh, you're very, very welcome, man. So where can where can uh, our people find you? Yeah, uh, you can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, at itstracyg, I-T-S-R-A-C-Y-G. Um, you can get hip to all of my work on she'sbeautyandthebeast.com. And I'm on SoundCloud, She's Beauty and the Beast, uh, SiriusXM, every day, 8 a.m. to 12 noon Eastern on Sway in the Morning. And yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you guys so, so much. Thank yes. you. We'll be vibing more in the future. Yeah, absolutely, man. And great. Lauren, we're going to work on our collabo. I know. We got to talk. <laughs> we got to talk. Yeah, because, you know, Kanye said him and Jay-Z aren't doing Watch the Throne. So I feel like that's the perfect opportunity <laughs> yeah. for us to come and take that. You feel let's me? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> hey, hey, and you're New York and I'm Chicago. Look at that. Oh, yo, it's We're on. filling a void. We're filling a void. <laughs> well done, son. Well done. Yay. And Z, it was so good speaking with you. you. Too. I cannot wait to meet You're you so in the flesh, dope. Bo. 
Uh, as are you, ladies. Yeah. Keep doing the good work and know that I'm right there with you. It's really, really fun and easy rooting for you guys. Thank so you. just continue on. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon, Tracy. All right, boys. Later. Bye. Find us on social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Also, you can follow us on Snapchat. Special thank you to Kali B and Peter Espenson for the awesome jams throughout our podcast episode. This was also a production of Post Loudness, a collective of independent audio shows by people of color, women, and queer identified hosts. This episode was produced by James T. Green and also mixed by James T. Green. Bye. Thank you, James. (laughs) (laughs) Later, y'all. Post Loudness. Post Loudness.